0: Hello, I'm Tom Malulie, and this is the weekly podcast for Malulie Asset Management for February 3rd, 2011. In this week's podcast, we take the weekly column written by John Dorfman, which is found on Bloomberg.com. John Dorfman is chairman of Thunderstorm Capital in Boston. He's also a syndicated columnist. This article was published by Dorfman and Bloomberg on January thirtieth, two 2011. What we need to stress before we get into the specific names that Dorfman talks about is these... Names that are discussed in this podcast are recommendations of the author, John Dorfman. They are not recommendations of Maluli Asset Management. What we do in each of these podcasts is we take the names that Dorfman is recommending, we put them up on a point-and-figure chart, to give us a technical view of what we would do with these names so we're not recommending these names we want to make that clear to everybody before you make a buy or sell decision with your investments you really ought to consult with an investment advisor if you don't have an investment advisor of course you can contact us we are located in New Jersey our phone number is 732 223-9000. You can also find us on the web at www.maluli.net. That's spelled M U L L O O L Y.net. So, again, these are recommendations from Dorfman. We're taking the technical view. He's a fundamental analyst, he takes a value oriented approach, and we're taking a technical approach to the, the names that he's drilling down to what what a value manager tends to do is they like to buy assets that are cheap they want to buy their assets at pennies on the dollar and typically value managers are extremely patient they have a very long-term view unfortunately I think in today's society, people have a much shorter term view if things aren't working out or at least making some kind of progress. uh, I have found in my experience that investors tend to throw away some good values uh, only because they're not seeing immediate results. So in Dorfman's column on January thirtieth, he starts out by talking by asking the question, what have you done for me lately? He talks about five earnings, five stocks that show earnings pop and have modest valuations. So let's dig into this. He drilled down through a um, a database of stocks and he wanted to find companies that met the four following qualifications. They had earnings that rose at least 15% in the latest quarter compared with a year ago. Uh, They also had to meet a stock appreciation of at least 15% in 2010. They needed to have moderate valuation, meaning that the share price was no more than 15 times the past year's earnings, and they had to have debt that was less than the stockholders' equity. So he's looking for companies that have very low debt, companies that are not uh, valued at more than 15 times the trailing 12 months earnings. He's looking for companies where their earnings rose 15%. The one I don't get is where he says, I'm looking for companies that had stock stock price appreciation of 15% in 2010. Who cares how much a stock went up last year? It doesn't matter. You didn't own it, so it wouldn't make a difference. I I don't really understand why that's even relevant. Um, If a stock went up 100% last year and is still giving buy signals, that's something that I'd probably want to own. It does not matter how much something went up last year or the year before or even how much it went down in previous years. So dorfman drilled down through his whole list and he came up with uh... about three percent of the names in his database uh... and he boiled it down to five for his column uh... the first i'll I'll run through the list real quick conoco phillips texas instruments xerox st jude and mattel the toy company so let's take a look at these with conoco phillips um, they met all of his qualifications. Unfortunately, they don't meet ours. Um, we like Conoco Phillips, but I'm... Uh, I have a hard time buying it right here. Looking at the chart on this, the stock gave two buy signals: one in November, one in December. And since the second sell, uh, second buy signal in December at $63, the stock has now run up to 72. So it's made a nice run and it's gone straight up on a stem. This stock, uh, while it still looks okay, needs to pull back before I'd consider. Uh, buying it it is on a relative strength sell signal and it's in a column of O's which means that it tends to lag the rest of the market so while this stock did okay in the last couple of years there are other stocks and a, a big percentage of the market which has actually moved up faster than ConocoPhillips even that having been said the stock is now pretty extended needs a little bit of a pullback here at 72 dollars and it's something that I think we would we'd probably look for other places to put our money to work not saying it's a bad company just saying that there's other places I think we'd, we'd rather put money to work. The second stock that Dorfman wrote about was Texas Instruments. And the, the symbol for uh, Texas Instruments is TXN. Texas Instruments is in the semiconductor area, which is favored and has been favored since last fall. Uh, I could have told John Dorfman to just buy semiconductors back in the fall. I think he would have done a lot better. I don't understand why he would want to buy this stock here. The stock gave a triple top uh, break in October at $28. It's now at $35. Uh, So I don't really understand why he would want to buy it here when he's already missed the last 25% move in the stock. The stock is on a relative strength buy signal, but like Conoco, it has now moved up in a straight line from 27, 28 up to 35, where the stock sits right now. And so this stock needs a little bit of a pullback, not much, for me to get interested in buying uh, Texas Instruments. The next stock on the list is Xerox. Xerox was uh, historically one of the one of the terrific stocks to own in the 1960s and even through the 70s it was part of that click called the nifty 50 in the 1990s around the year 2000 this stock uh, lost about 85 or 90 percent of its value this thing was a train wreck it's uh, recovered somewhat in uh, 2007 before the market really started falling apart the stock did get up to $20 but the stock's been in the single digits or a teenager. uh, for a long time now. In 2009, <clears throat> in March and April, the stock was bouncing around 4 and $5 a share. It's recovered. In fact, in December, it was up at $12. It's now backed uh, down to $10 and change. It's uh, It closed at $10.91. Uh, the momentum in the stock has been negative for the last 13 weeks. Um, The business product area is favored. The stock is on a relative strength by signal. It's also in a column of X's. So this actually looks okay. I just know from looking at the chart that this stock is a very slow-moving stock. It will lull a lot of people to sleep. And I don't really think this stock is going to move enough uh, to really get people excited. I think it's okay to buy. I would certainly have a stop in not too far below where the stock is sitting right now. St. Jude Medical is the next stock on the list. It's in the healthcare group, which is favored again, like semiconductors. I could have, I could have told John Dorfman uh, a, a couple of months ago, "Hey, we can buy healthcare stocks and semiconductor stocks, and I think we'll be okay." Uh, St. Jude Medical, for the last three years, has really been stuck in a range, a pretty big range though, from the mid twenties to the mid forties, um, and there've been several opportunities where you can buy and sell this stock. I don't advocate trading. I don't think it's really a long-term plan to make money, but there have been some pretty clear buy-and-sell signals in St. Jude Medical. The symbol for St. Jude is STJ. The stock is on a relative-strength sell signal, which I don't like. stock's in the column of O's, also not so hot. Uh, the stock, since since the end of August... Uh, The stock bounced off its support line at $35, and it's moved up to $43. The stock right now just sits around $42. It's a little extended, but not too bad. Uh, The stock may pull back, and so I always warn clients, when stocks get extended like this, if you really want to buy something, buy a little bit. But be prepared if the stock does pull back, we'd probably want to buy some more. Uh, so that's how you would leg into a position where a stock is really extended. Uh, St. Jude looks okay. I uh, I've seen better patterns out there. There's certainly better names in the healthcare group that I would buy before St. Jude. You can certainly call the office, and we'd be happy to discuss a couple of names that would be prudent for your situation. Okay, the last name in Dorfman's. Um, report this week is Mattel. The symbol is M-A-T. Uh, It's in a favored sector. It's on a relative strength sell signal and has been for the last six years, meaning the stock has underperformed the market average for the last several years. And there's been certainly better places to put your money. However, In the short term, meaning the last uh, six months, the stock has done really pretty well. Uh, Last June, the stock gave a buy signal, and it also broke through its overhead resistance line. Those are two real positive developments, and that happened at $16 a share. Since then, the stock has, has run up, pulled back, run up, given another buy signal, and done it again. And so now the stock has given four straight buy signals. The stock looks really okay. It's uh, in the middle of its trading band, and that's fine. I don't see anything really wrong with this, so things are starting to happen here uh, with Mattel. Before we conclude, I want to just remind everybody that these are recommendations put out by John Dorfman, who is a private money manager and chairman of Thunderstorm Capital in Boston. He's also a syndicated columnist. You can find his articles online at Bloomberg.com. You can also find them in many papers around the united states i've seen his column carried in the usa today i have also seen them on a weekly basis here in our um, in central new jersey in the asbury park press this is the column that dorfman wrote on january thirtieth we're recording this on february third we want to stress to everybody that these are not recommendations from Maluli asset management if you'd like to hear what we are looking at right now, we encourage you to pick up the phone and call us. You can reach us in New Jersey at 732-223-9000, or you can find us on the web at maluli.net. That's M-U-L-L-O-O-L-Y.net. We'd be happy to hear from you and help you out and answer whatever questions you have. Make sure that you always consult with your investment advisor before making a decision to act on a buy or sell recommendation. That's just good common sense. That wraps up another podcast, and we will talk to you again next week.